To the head hall edition of What the Truck. I'm Chad Prevost. And I'm Judah here with the cowbell. And I gotta say something, Chad. Oh. Mortal Kombat! I am so excited <laughs> that you are gonna be facing Braddy G wow. in uh, round three of uh of earnings over under the series. You've gotten really excited about this. The series this. is tied one to one. I love a good best of seven series. In your opinion, what has been the best best of seven series of all time? I know mine. Wow. Uh, I guess that was when the Atlanta Braves won the 1995 World Series mm. against the 101-win team, uh, the Cleveland Indians. So yeah. mine is also from baseball. Mine would be 2004, ALCS, Yankees-Red Sox, down 0-3. They come back. They strike oh, back to win. They that was those, a good yeah, one. That was games. a good one. I loved that, too. I- well, speaking of it, we have okay. to pay the bills. We've only got, so gang, we've only got one show this week. It's a special. I'm going back to Boston to get my family. So the head fall and the back haul all in one. We'll make this as action-packed and as jam-packed as possible. But Chad, what are we going to do now? we got to pay the bills. Let's do it. Triumph Pay is the leading carrier payment platform in transportation. With over 50,000 carriers paid, Triumph Pay helps to drive capacity, efficiency, and cash flow for brokers and shippers. Visit triumphpay.com to learn more. Oregon climate bill drama intensifies after Republican senators flee the state to avoid a vote and the militia threat threatens to shut down the Capitol. What is going on? This was a funny story. (laughs) Yeah. Oregon's, I mean, apparently both sides do this, but man, this was not without its, lack of drama or not without its drama, Oregon state house shut down uh, over the weekend following threats issued by militias that are lending support (laughs) to Republican senators who are opposed to the state's cap and trade legislation. The, the vote would have taken place sooner on Thursday, June 20th. It was suspended after all 11 Senate Republicans were just walked out, leaving the Senate short of the required quorum. And after Oregon Governor Kate Brown dispatched state troopers to find the lawmakers. Wow, they went to go look for them? Yeah, as and paramilitary groups threatened to disrupt the pending sessions. Holy cow. I know. What is going on out there in Oregon? I, well, I saw a picture on Twitter this morning, and I and then people were grilling the Oregon GOP because they used an old picture of like loggers and truckers standing in front of the house and saying they were a militia group. But it wasn't. It was an older picture. Oh, well, at the center of the spectacle is this controversial cap-and-trade bill that would cut carbon emissions. The legislation, which passed the Oregon House last week, would restrict fossil fuel emissions from polluting industries. Sounds like a good idea. Right? (laughs) Uh, The transportation sector, which contributes around 40% of the state's emissions, would be heavily impacted. So I guess they didn't want to vote about it. Uh, Analysis show... That cap and trade program would increase gas prices by around twenty two cents a gallon by twenty twenty one, though. Yeah, I mean, but it, you know, you kind of need air to breathe, right? You need clean water to drink. So, and that seems like 
a bipartisan kind of thing. Yeah, right. I, I kind of think it is at this point. We, I mean, most scientists tend to agree that there's at least pollution. So, <laughs> right? I mean, Four big, out of five. Speaking of someone getting in trouble, so container ships, right? They, they've they been struggling with summer lull. It's not just the inland thing. The container ships are getting nailed, too. The ocean, fr- ocean freight market may find this u- upcoming peak season to be less than spectacular, though, Chad. They usually count on this just like the inland freights do. Yeah. When you look at the Freightos Baltic Global Container Index, which is also in sonar now, it ended June 21st with an FEU. That's a 40-foot equivalent container. You usually hear about TEUs people do. That's a 20-foot. But most typically, yes. you're seeing 40-footers. The The most common container you're going to see is the 40-foot. They're only around 1,300 right now. It's down, you know, it's down from 1,362. At the start of June, so prices aren't going up. They're going back down. Um, and these are really uh, Asia to North America and West Coast. We're seeing 1436 down from 1470. Again, they want to see these go up. But here's the funny thing. Okay. Remember when Henry was in there here? Yeah. We were talking about GRIs and general rate increases right. and, and how steamship lines. Well, now they're trying to impose a $1,000 GRI, even though they can't fill capacity. I imagine that there will be an email sent out saying that this GRI is canceled. Possibly. I mean, because, you know, contract rates are about where, where they're supposed to be, and seasonality is just going to be going up, they predict. You know what, too? A couple of the steamship lines talked about building even bigger ships, which to me is just, it's it's sort of madness. It's crazy. They just want to build bigger and bigger ships, but they're having trouble filling capacity. It would be like... Bigger is better, it baby. It would be like if the Chattanooga Lookouts, you know, they can't get 5,000 people to a game, so they make an 80,000-seat stadium. It would just be, I don't know. It's counterintuitive, man. I don't know. Yeah, d- uh, you're right. Good point. Uh Daimler lowers earnings forecast over recalls related to diesel emissions. Mm. Daimler AG announced a high three-digit million hit to second quarter 2019 earnings related to their ongoing expenses to remedy its diesel emissions woes surrounding its Mercedes-Benz diesel vehicles. Yeah, just this June 22nd. Germany's transportation ministry announced that 60,000 Mercedes-Benz vehicles in Germany would need to be recalled after tests revealed that they are equipped with software that can manipulate uh, emissions tests. did VW already try and get away Haven't with that? Haven't we been down this yeah. sad and lonely road before? The vehicles in question are GLK220 models, in case any of our listeners may be driving one, that's produced big, between uh, 2012 and 2015. That's their big SUV, right? That's like a hundred and some odd thousand dollar SUV, I believe. Yeah. Lots big of, boxy one, right? Yeah, lots of potential to be able to manipulate those emissions. That used to be called, before it came to the U.S. market, it used to be called a Gewandewagen. A Gewandewagen? Uh-huh. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Uh, at, this, <laughs> at the center of the spectacle is a, you know, a, well, actually... I, I think that this is a repeated paragraph. Oh, yeah. This is about Oregon, right? Oregon. <laughs> well, they're winning everybody like missions, say too. Oregon. So they're not going to be happy about this. Did you did you call it Oregon Trail or Oregon Trail? The Oregon Trail. <laughs> Everyone in the Northeast does. <laughs> well, let's see, maybe the, well, I was just checking to see if they were back. Maybe they were I back see. from there. I actually have a yeah. little handheld Oregon Trail game that I got from uh, Target for my birthday Oregon. last year. <laughs> What do you call it? Oregon. Well, I call it the Oregon Trail, man. <laughs> okay. All right, look, airlines, man, they might have to change flight paths over the Middle East. This is kind of serious. So 
We've had the issue with the tankers being shot down over at... Um, yeah, heard a few yeah. things about that. From the straight over there, uh, you know, uh, independent reports are saying that it was Iran. Conspiracy theorists are saying that maybe it was not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure, but the U.S. Four out of five dentists agree. Four to five conspiracy theorists agree. They Well, they're saying the U.S. shot down this this uh, the drone, right? A U.S. military drone got shot down by Iran. Um, Trump said he was going to, he was going to have action against them. It got called off at the last minute, but here's what the FAA had to say. The FAA remains concerned about the escalating, the escalation of tension and military activity within close proximity, to high volume civil air routes and Iran's willingness to use long range surface surface to air missiles in international airspace with little to no warning. As a result, there is concern about the potential for misidentification or miscalculation, which could result in the inadvertent targeting of civil uh, civil aviation. Air- airlines have responded to this with cancellations and, re- and rerouting. American Airlines or United Airlines canceled its service between India and Newark, New Jersey through September 1st. Well, European Airlines, British Airways, KLM, and Lufthansa <laughs> noted that they would reroute flights. Yeah. Uh, Qantas Airlines said in a statement that it would reroute flights to so it looks uh, like we, a lot of people don't yeah. want to fly over there, right? Yeah, we, we kind of get the idea, you know, yeah. because there's there's some saber rattling. You know, but here's the big takeaway from it, though. Here's the one thing, Chad. Okay. So according to all these reroutes, because people have to go longer distances, it could cost $180 billion annually in jet fuel. <sighs> well, war, what is it good for? And now it's time for Five Good Minutes with Erica Rice and Adam Knight from First Gear. Five, count of five, five, two minutes. With us today from First Gear, Iowa-based company, we have Erica Rice and Adam Knight and... Knight Rider. If you remember, sir, <laughs> just last week we had Max in here from Workhound. Oh, yes. From Des Moines, Iowa, right? That's where he started his company. So Iowa, Iowa Worldwide. It's all about the <laughs> Iowa right now. And that's what we discovered when we were given a... An Edge Logistics truck oh, the yeah. other day. We were looking at it. We were like, where's this thing made? And that's when we made the discovery. Yeah, we were shocked to see it wasn't made in China, but it was made right over in Iowa. Yeah, so that's apparently what you guys are doing. Tell us a little bit about it. Like, uh, what 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 uh, what got you into making the... Diecast trucks. Yeah. Sure. So, First Gear has been around since 92, and we were a branch off of Ertl Company. Uh, the founder, president of First Gear, left the Ertl Company with a crew of friends, and they formed First Gear, and they've been making diecast replicas for the trucking and entertainment industry, or sorry, trucking and uh, construction and various <laughs> yeah. different industries uh, since then. Well, it seems like it's uh, hmm. filling a real need. Yeah, do you think that if we turned over, so if people aren't familiar with First Gear, a lot of what they make is if you go to conferences and you get a nice truck from a shipping or logistics company and you get a good one, not the kind with like the mirrors that fall off and, uh, you know, the paint that just rubs off in the uh, and it smells weird from a, a foreign factory. These are the really nice collectible ones. We are actually surrounded by them. We're like ensconced in them in this booth, Chad. Yeah, they're all over. And I bet you they are all made by First Gear. Or yeah. many of them. They, they must be. Let's hope so. <laughs> we actually just got a shipment from you guys of sonar ones. And they were, so you do all different types of scales, right? The ones we got yeah. were the super small ones. They were like one, two fifty six. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah uh, those, are, those are the smallest trucks that we make uh, okay. by far. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, so I know one of the things like when they, 
Like, well, tell us about like the process. How is it? How does someone order a truck? How do you guys size it? What like what goes in with like the painting and the details? Yeah, how do you manufacture them? Like, because how are they sourced? Sure. Well, to start the process, I mean, we work with all the major OEMs, uh, you know, from tractors to trailers, you name it. Oh wow! You wow! You work with the actual OEMs. We do. Yes, they're all authentic, licensed products um, that we produce. Um, so when you get a Kenworth truck, I mean, you're getting a Kenworth truck, not some knockoff kind of lookalike yeah. item. So what we do is we have a lot of these already tooled and the process is very simple. If you want to customize them, you just let us know your paint requirements, your graphic requirements. We go ahead and put those into production. And next thing you know, we pop out some trucks that look just like the trucks in someone's fleet. Yeah, no doubt. So, what, what what's the painting process like? Is it actual real paint, and is that is that automated, or surely a real well, person painted, doesn't right? hand paint each one? Sure. So, I can talk about the process here a little bit. Um, so, we use real diecast metal. It's made from zinc, and we have to make all the tools and molds to make all of the different shapes of the trucks. And once we have that diecast uh, piece, just the raw material, and it's been the parts have been casted. We then take it through a painting process and it's, and it's kind of like if you were to put a whole bunch of models on uh, a hanging rack and then you could put them through like a, a spray, kind of like a spray painting process. Oh, and like a paint car wash of sorts. Yeah. Like a paint car wash. Yeah, exactly. And so all Sounds of it, fun. It, it's a specific uh operation where the the paint kind of just clings magnetically onto the the surface of the truck so every little part of it gets covered and then from there you know we take and we have uh different printing options where we print the decal uh print the the ink of the logos right onto the trucks or we do sometimes we do like a decal uh water slide decal so you can't it's usually pretty hard to tell that it is a decal on there if that's the option we we uh, ended up going. But yeah, are um, you definitely aiming for a more high end sort of buyer, a more high end sort of I guess swag giveaway type of item, and also collectors? Because I've also seen from other manufacturers really cheap versions of these trucks, and you can tell the difference almost instantly. But I imagine there's probably a cost difference too. Sure. Yeah. So we definitely pride ourselves on being a high quality item um, and not a giveaway item, something that uh, a CEO is, is going to put on his desk and admire it. And it, it's his company, it's his truck and, you know, something that's going to make a lasting impression and not something that ends up in the garbage bin, you know, after you went to the show or whatever you uh, went to. How, how many uh, trucks do you guys make a year? Would you say? Oh, we make, hundreds of thousands um yeah it could be it could be pro- probably about half a million so there's millions of trucks out there what's your most popular model like what what size and, and what type of truck does it, it, it i'm trying to see if it, if it aligns with like a freight liner or the more popular trucks that we know that that truck drivers actually have sure well the most common size you're going to see out there is 164 scale mm. they're about 12 inches long Now, depending on the audience, you know, whatever truck is most popular will vary. For example, with collectors, they really gear towards the Kenworth, the Peterbilt, Mm -hmm. whereas, you know, some of your trucking carriers, you know, the fleets out there that you see, 
they usually gravitate more towards, you know, the Freightliners, the international. So it kind of depends, you know, what audience you're catering to. Well, great stuff. So speaking of audiences, how can our audience find you guys and find out more information about First Gear's Iowa-made trucks? Sure, absolutely. They can visit our website, firstgearonline.com. And that will show you all the products that are available for purchase. It'll also tell you a little bit more about how you can make some custom trucks for your company or organization. Nice. Custom trucks. A little cowbell for that. I need a custom cowbell. What the truck truck. We'll have to talk to you guys about getting one of those made. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. We hope to see you out there on the on the battlefield. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you more about seeing if we can get a, a, a what the truck truck. Ooh, made. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right, guys, take it easy. Have a great afternoon. You Thank too. you. Thanks, you too. Guys. Thanks Thank for you. joining us. And now after uh, that compelling five good minutes with First Gear, it was great stuff. But you know what? It's time to play. Marketing for trivia. Marketing for trivia. Marketing for trivia. Now we have another one. What is this one called? Oh. Here come our market experts to play market expert trivia. Oh, man, I should have played the Moody on the Move bumper because Phil Moody was sent in here. He is our fill-in market uh, expert. And I guess... Uh, How you fill-in? Fill in. Uh, man, well, who is he supposed to be playing as? Where's Kyle? Kyle Cunningham's not even here yet. I think he got a little scared. He must have gotten scared by Phil. I was going to say, you might have to play him uh, alone. Is he going to show up? Well, we'll have to get... If he doesn't show up, you're going to have to play him, Chad. No, I'll play him. <laughs> I'll have to play him. I'll yeah, play him. I will once. No, I you're playing. Some, like you're playing the other one. I'll have Chad. to play against him. Okay. Ten count, and he'll be he'll be just disqualified outside the ring. All right. One, one Mississippi. Two, two Mississippi. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, he's out. Standing he's out. All right, I'll I'll stand in. All right. In. Okay. Refreshing All right. To what? I'll let you high. go first too. What does this stand for? Number one. Okay. Uh, a. Oh, wait, you don't go first. We got a buzz in. So, oh, oh there's um, a buzzer. Hold on. Yeah, there is a buzzer. Yeah, you guys really. Every time I step in here, you've just you've upgraded the facility. Okay, here we go. There is it is. The camera now. So so share. Yeah, I just Ready? have to touch that. Yeah. yeah. Number one. There's five. A W B. Airway bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number two, that's correct. All right. I feel like you were in Number on the creating two. of this right, game, right. though. I'll hold my finger back Have a little you further. Have you not seen the answers already? No, I haven't, but I've been in this Number business for quite two, some time. Number two, B-O-L. Oh. Oh. He, he tried to hit it first. Uh, Bill of lading. Yes! Oh, yes! Are you kidding me? Field. I thought, I thought uh-oh. I thought he was going to drop that one. Oh, wow. One to one. <laughs> All right. Spirit of fair play. Yeah. Okay. F. A K. I think he got it. I have a podcast starting called This Is Not Even Fair, but we will let Phil go. And freight of all kinds. Yeah. No, no, it's not freight of all kinds. It is just freight, freight all kinds. kinds. That's yeah. correct. I'm giving what? it to him. I'm that the judge. Baloney, phony. All right. Ready? Number four. HMF. Harbor maintenance fee. I wasn't even done saying it. How did you yeah. know that? Well, I didn't think it was H and M the store. Okay, <laughs> it's, on, it's on your. Do you even know it for bonus points? For bonus points, do you even want for the tiebreaker? Ready? Where where, where HMF is? Yeah, located? Where, where would you find that? Uh, Boston. No, you find that on the customs entry docs. Yeah. Entry docs. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Look out for me. All right, number five, three PL. 
Oh, Dooner it. got uh, that. Yeah. Oh, it is a third party logistics provider. Correct. <laughs> Little cowbell for just Dooner. A third party logistics, yeah. right? Wow, what? that was competitive, guys. Logistics. But does this mean I have to face Kyle or Arlen next? Because this is this is trouble. So, Moody, that went that went pretty quick because these weren't really these long winded questions. So, anything going on in the world of, of Moody being on the move? Yeah, well, we're it's heading happening. out to San Francisco this oh, yeah. Thursday. Oh yeah, George Abernathy, our illustrious president and leader, he yeah. is going to be in town to talk about freight futures at the Pro Lodges headquarters downtown. Well, that's great. Are you going out there too? Goodness gracious, I wish so. You do so. I've never been to San Fran. Have y'all yeah, been there? yeah, I've yes, been there. I really? used to I used to live there. We would fish that's for right. rolling hills. Fish that's for it. crabs really? out there. How do you yeah. fish for crabs? Oh so, you, same you, way you fish for compliments. Oh <laughs> late night at the club. <laughs> yeah, you just like, you know, you put some some stuff in a thing and you just lower it in the, the, the water. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and it fills it up, up. And it fills up. All right. Yeah. All right. It was really, it's really good stuff, too. You just crack them open fresh there. You can dip them in butter. So, Phil, mm-hmm. new listeners, people haven't tuned in before. We haven't really talked about it. We've talked about the event that Freight Futures is happening. But what yeah. is a Freight Future? So, a Freight Future is a way to hedge your company against the volatility within the freight market. Okay. So whether you're a shipper, a carrier, 3PL, uh, it's a way to protect yourself from... Yeah. Does it sting it, to say that because you lost that game on the, on the 3PL question? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> rubbing it in. I'm the one who used to work for a 3PL. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you Salt did? In the yeah. Whoa. Where did you work? I worked for a company called Cavalry Logistics up oh, in Nashville. Wow. Well, right you probably needed the Cavalry in this game to help you out with a few answers. It would have helped. Oh, <laughs> it shots helped. fired. I think we a made lot of well, smoke. Teddy Roosevelt's Cavalry. Teddy Roosevelt's. So a free future is a way to hedge your bets against the market. Um, as we like to say, no truck will show up, right? So you're not Correct. paying for really a financial instrument. No now, trucks given. Yeah. Well, Phil Moody, thank you for joining us we'll to lose the a uh, in the future. Yeah, thank you for joining us and losing a rousing game of of what was it? What do we play? Market expert trivia because yes. we have a whole. He's we, a good uh, sport. Yay, yeah, Phil! A little back. cowbell for I'm Phil. Come back for you yeah, a little cowbell. Even there. Uh huh. Well, cool. sir. Thanks, guys. That was a big deal. Great not to have you, deal. Phil. Always a pleasure. All right, now let's let Emily Zink in studio. Big deal. Little deal. Big deal. Little deal. All right, Emily Zink, she's coming into the studio too. Coming in hot. Do a little big deal, little deal with us. Uh, yes, I am. Are you guys ready? Yeah, what's what's big and what's little this week? Uh, who's starting off first? Uh, I who's think, on first? Jeez, uh, I think... I think that I went first last time, didn't I? Oh, so gentlemanly. Yes, here you go, sir. You may go first. Okay. Okay. Big deal or little deal, Chad? President Trump opens the doors for future tariffs against Canada and Mexico. (laughs) Little, tiny, easy-beansy deal. I mean, what is this? It's just, it's a new thing every day. Is this just the latest tweet? I don't know. It's just another bargaining chip. I guess those are always on the table, whether he says so or not. Well, I think it's a big deal, and this is why you're wrong, because this one I don't think was even a trade. I think he said this straight to that oh. handsome man, Justin Trudeau's face. Anyway, I thought <laughs> He Just- is a handsome man. I he is. I thought what he, a head of hair. I thought he was beloved by, like, all Canadians, yeah. but I was interviewing a Canadian podcaster, and she told me that a lot of people actually don't like Trudeau. And I was like, wow, that surprised me. I thought he was, like, the Bill Clinton of Canada. Yeah, he well, legalized weed for them. Yeah. Oh, well, exactly. And yeah. he inhaled or didn't inhale. I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, as Abraham Lincoln said, you can't please all the people all the time or and only some of the people half the time. I can't remember what he said. Maybe that was Bob Dylan. 
But um, there are yeah. two hard very to be different people, Dylan and Abraham Lincoln. Referencing some uh, old, some some. Uh, Maybe it was Bob back. Dylan oh, quoting gosh. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, okay, well, Dooner. Yes. Without standardization, blockchain can become a forgotten piece of code. Big deal or little deal? Well, you know what? I I'm going to say it's <laughs> it's a big deal. Yes, they have to find standards, but I think that. What I mean by that is, though, it has to become a forgotten piece of code to the user in the sense that nobody really knows that they're actually using the blockchain. It's just another piece of technology, just like all the back end stuff that we use right now in technology. We don't necessarily have to think about how it works or that we're on an LTE network or anything like that. Well, I like the way you went there, like, you know, like saying that it needs to be in the background. But it is a little deal because standardization is coming. We know this and blockchain ain't going to be forgotten. So, boom, done. <laughs> Maybe not by you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll remember you, blockchain. I'll remember you. <laughs> okay, Chad, big deal, little deal. APM gets Port of LA's approval to press on with automation despite the longshoreman opposition. Mm. Little deal. This yeah. is, you know, I mean, they're pressing on uh, with automation. No shocker here. And I, you know, assume that automation is coming I'm sorry to the longshoremen who have a very good point to uh, that they're trying to make, fighting the the man, protecting their jobs. Deal. Yeah, it's I'm going to say deal. it's a, at least in the short term it will be a big deal because it could cause another strike. If you've seen some of the backups that have happened in the Port of New York or Port yes. of L.A., these strikes cause humongous delays. They already have congestion issues. They already have chass- they already have chassis issues. Uh, they had the West Coast port crisis a few years ago where there was like 25 boats out at anchor. So if you have a situation where, you know, but it, only in the short term, because eventually it's, it, I mean, it's coming guys, like get on the, uh, get on the tech side of it, you know, learn how to work yeah. with some of Eggs. these uh, automated games. The automation yeah. train yeah. rides on with or without you, might as well get on. Yeah. yeah. Hop aboard. Okay, Dooner. Big deal, little deal. iPhone prices could increase by 14% all due to tariffs. Yeah, I think it's actually a big deal because iPhones are starting to get really expensive. They're starting to price themselves out of some people's pockets because, we already saw the new ones that have come out, even the lower end one. It was like $1,000 just to get entry into an iPhone. That's starting to get up there because we're talking only a couple of years ago. It was like six, $700. Mm-hmm. They had to bring down the price. I think it was the XR or the XS within months because nobody was really buying it. I'm kind of locked in this iPhone ecosystem. I have the iPad. I have this. And I really yeah. hate to switch. But at a certain point, I'm not spending $1,500 on a cell phone. And I think a lot of other people, too, are just not going to go there. Well, you know what would be a big deal is if uh, China started to play serious hardball and started to like take away the valuable uh, metals that they mm-hmm. that they have. And yeah, that now that would be a big deal. Right now, this is a little deal. It's uh, I mean, yes, iPhone prices are high, but you know the sky is not falling because of all this <laughs> the, the tariff stuff. You know, I like let's. Let's not uh, run around being scared about what could happen. Let's but, let's be scared about what actually happens. So we're not on video right now, but Chad's in like Clark Kent, Clark Kent mode today, and he's like the very reserved <laughs> Chad with his glasses on. He's yeah, like, is he a little bit more? He's not he, as he's not as competitive and as aggr- as aggressive no, as usual. I think yeah, the glasses kind of do uh, change your demeanor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, That's your I am kind of. Ego. I'm just trying to be in rest and recovery mode yeah. today. Okay. Mersk. 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 I like how you rolled that. There we go. <laughs> it was almost like a, like a Mexican Finnish yeah. kind of thing going on there. Mersk. Mersk. Like a, or like a merman. <laughs> like you're saying that in a bathtub. Let her say. Oh, sorry. Okay. Mersk. Test the waters <laughs> for carbon neutral 
shipping. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal. We got to get there. We've been seeing all these reports about, you know, all the plastic that's in the ocean. The ocean is also a big receiver of a lot of our junk. I mean, if you see videos in China, they're just burning trash right next to the water. So I'm glad people are taking the environment more seriously. Even if you don't believe in global warming, you should at least believe in pollution, right? And we're hearing some of these ships are some of the biggest polluters. We know uh, IMO 2020, which isn't oh, yeah. in my opinion. It's uh, it's a different type of fuel. Oh. It's supposed to have lower sulfur and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, hopefully that helps out a little bit with the environment. Did you? I got so, kids, man. So, well, tell me, did is this a big deal or little deal? Uh, it's a big deal. It's a big oh, deal. I'm oh, glad they're testing deal. the waters. I'm glad they're so going you in that know direction. You know, that. It's a little <laughs> de- tiny deal. They're testing. Yeah. That's it. That's it. enough said. They're uh, they're 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 testing. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, yay. But you know, yeah. like, let's move forward. You and, you want people who are active and actually doing things? Like yes. stop testing. You know it's not good, right? <laughs> right. Can we like actively make yeah. something happen here? That makes sense. Yeah. Well, here's the next Good. one. Big deal or little deal, Chad? Slack beats IPO of twenty six dollars mm. and has a blockbuster opening yeah. <laughs> with a high of forty two bucks. Well, with blockbuster in the headline, it's a big deal, right? <laughs> Wait, it's, it's, Wait. Th- this no. is it's a very uh, it's a very big deal. Slack is taking over the world. Uh, you know, define work life balance. You can be slacked anytime, anywhere, and yes, uh, you, can. you know <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a, it's a fascinating thing, Slack, isn't it? It's not yeah. quite texting, it's it's not quite emailing, but it's intra email. I don't know, but yes, this is a big deal for Slack. They're trying to, they say, replace email. Maybe they are. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to have to agree with you. I usually try not to, but I'm going to go that it is a big deal, too, because we're Wait, starting I didn't shocked. know you guys could both agree. I'm well, and this is like a first. This is an outrage. Well, no, I mean, I have to agree on this one because, I mean, if you think about the amount of data capture that, that Slack is just doing on workforces, yeah. it's yes. like it's at even a higher level than Salesforce because in Salesforce, you're not really getting all these sort of like personal and interpersonal yeah. dynamics. There's a lot of, I don't know, like I, I kind of back away more and more from Slack as the days go on, and I'm like... <laughs> You know, because it's it's just it's so much really personal control. It like it yeah. can get into your subconscious, and it really pulls yeah. you in. So, I mean, I think it's good and bad. It's I, I wish that there was like we all just agreed on like one source of info though, because now we get email, we have Slack, yeah. people text, and then people like tweet and subtweet yeah. you, and then you got LinkedIn. And it's, I feel like I miss things sometimes. Well, thanks for um, joining the dark side and agreeing with me. I just had you on Slack. Yeah, Slack. Yeah, you either love it or you hate it, and yeah. Well, what's your opinion? Uh, I, you know, it's like you said, it's just another channel to check. It yeah. is great for quick communication. Um, it is almost like texting, but it's not texting. Yeah. But it's just, you can never, you know, get away from the office because you're always connected and you yeah. feel like you need to answer. There's no time to shut it off. So, so big I think deal that's, or little deal, Emily? <sighs> Yeah. I mean, big deal because we're talking yeah. about the fact that there's did really well. Yeah, yeah, it did really well, and p- people are obviously using it. And yeah. my mom actually heard a NPR story about Slack, and she texts us kids in our group, little group text and uh, chat, and said, <laughs> "Do any of your children use Slack at work?" And yeah, we all do. So, yeah, all three of us did. So I like when you're big. even when you're forty. If your parents are like seventy, you're yeah. still a child. Yes, you're still I'm. A child child to her. What's interesting, though, uh, before we move on from that one is, so we're seeing something here, too. So Uber came out, and they have an asset in terms of having to pay people, having to pay people who aren't classified as workers, but there's, so anyone who's kind of assets is having a very hard time getting a good valuation in the market, but if uh-huh. you have sort of this sort of uh, a cloud-based software, I mean, right now, there's yeah. this great, I, mean, I don't think it's a bubble, because there's so much money involved in this data capture, and data is just like, it's such a gold mine, and not everyone's really in on that tip yeah. yet. So I don't they, think the slack of valuation yeah. was a surprise. 
Uh, yeah, it, data is the new oil, as they say. I don't know what that makes oil, but uh, <laughs> uh, <the new> sugar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Dooner, big yep. deal or little deal? Evie returns mm. on her own safely to the Chattanooga Animal Sanctuary. True, yes. yeah, true, true story. That I mean, there was no story that's happened on a local level, and I don't want to belittle things that happen on a national level, but. I'm an animal lover, so to me, this, like, I was like, kind of devastated. I was like, what the hell when I heard that someone broke in there and stole a bobcat and a bald eagle? Well, it turns out it was a drunk guy, and he went in, and he, he unlocked the eagle cage, and the eagle was like, ah! and he's like, oh, I got scared. <laughs> so then he tried to get the bobcat. Yeah. He unlocked the bobcat thing, and he's like, I couldn't even find the cat. So it turns oh, out gosh. that, according to the story, Evie left. She snuck out. She's gone for a week. And then she just came back on her own into her paddock. But my theory is, wow! I have a, so she knew. Well, I think that she might have just been hiding under the bed the whole time. I have a cat, and sometimes like in hot, like you're yeah. like, where were you? Yes. You're not gone. They might not have looked hard enough yeah. for her. Because <laughs> that is spot. pretty amazing. If she returned on her own, yeah. and she's been in that sanctuary for a while. How would she know how to survive on the outside? A lot of you know, I've had many cats over the years. Yeah. I really like cats, and you know, they, some of them can go away. For a while, and yeah. then they just come back and everything's fine. I had one that accidentally slipped into, his name was Templeton. He slipped into a closet, an outside closet for that a painter was, <laughs> yeah. he was week, doing weekly painting. He got locked and in there? He got locked in there. We didn't see Templeton for a week. Oh, and then wow. the next week, the painter comes and opens the door, and, and Templeton shows back up, was there, just about starved to death. Was there any paint oh. on him? Uh <laughs> No. Oh. Oh, boy. He was skinny. Well, they said oh. Evie had lost weight. I so was when she say, came back, okay. they said she lost 12 pounds, which for wow. a, a bobcat, you know, bobcats aren't that big. No. And But I so I'm going to say um, little deal. Oh, because, because nothing happened? Yeah, because she came back. Well, it, so. was a, it was a roller coaster of a week for people like myself, and I think yeah. hey, I'm okay. over here. Yeah. She loves a, lo- a good local news story. Yes, I'm wondering <laughs> where this bobcat was. I think we're doing a Freight All Kinds. It's a podcast that we'll be releasing uh, in July, coming out in the summer, but I think one is on moving like zoo animals and animals like that. So maybe yeah. I'll get a chance to interview Evie for Freight All Kinds oh. to see how the Chattanooga Rescue League, how they go about bringing in a bobcat. How do you, so, how do you ship that? Yeah. Well, we had a huge story in Omaha. We got six elephants from Africa. Whoa. It was yeah. so they had it was amazing oh. to watch this process. They... they got them out of cargo planes, wow. dropped them into trailers, put them <laughs> on the back of flatbed yeah. trucks and took them one by one to the zoo. So that is yeah, you got to see something like that on Friday. Were of they time. were they pissed off because elephants can be even more vindictive than cats? I've seen some of their videos with like Indian I, trainers in villages. They attack entire villages I if you piss them off. I think they were pretty wow. sedated cuz it'd been oh. a long ride in that Those air cargo. Yeah. Listen to the Ramones. They're majestic yeah. creatures. Can we leave them alone? <laughs> You know, <laughs> what about Chad? So at the end of last episode, if you listened all the way to the end of the other one, you mentioned something about your harmonica. So uh, I'm going to oh, ask my own big deal. I'm going to take over hosting for a second. OK, big deal or little deal. Chad's harmonica has gotten crushed. All right. So it looks you have like to, someone guess, stomped it. So I would crusher. say that's a little deal, though, because oh. I step on stuff all the time on oh. accident. So <laughs> I'm thinking that maybe you weren't right. careful and it fell out of you your pocket. You are not as cynical oh. as I am. And Dooner's boot maybe stepped on it. Uh, it's a big know. deal. Yeah, like serial crusher could be around give me here. Some, give me some respect <laughs> with my Was harmonica. it a special harmonica? Well, no. Uh, so, what if it was you're try, so you're trying to win big deal or little deal here. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's what you're trying to do. <laughs> well, uh, okay. I'm it, your was, point. Uh, it was a $10 harmonica in the key of C. So I've got them in the key yeah. of B flat. I've got A. I've got D. What's it play now yeah. if you it's, play it? it, it it's kind of, it's, it's. Whoa, that's, that's the key of C, F. It's, it's really bad. F, right D. It's, it, F, it's, 
It's the key of F. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Yeah, well, that was really good. That was that was great improv. Um, <laughs> yes, and it's uh, it's been a great segment with you, Emily. Yes, yes, I ship you not. It's been very good. <laughs> you got so many lines today. We'll end on that positive note. There. All right. Earnings over under. First off, I'm very excited to be here. Chad's always told me I have a face for radio, but. I finally made it on the big screen. So take that, chat. Take that, take that, chat. Brad Ganane, my next victim, uh, competitor. Brad Knight Train Ganane. Retailer Lulu Lemon. We're earnings per share, 70 cents over under. Over. Guess I'll go under. Oh, you should have tried to match him and block his point. So why did you decide to go over there? Have you seen? Have you seen their spring line? Chad got scared and, and didn't want to come on. Chad got scared. Got scared. We'll go over there. Going over. I'm taking the smart move. Oh, oh, man. This is why we it's have. It's not over yet. You strongly disagree with him. All right. Man. Wow. Chad got. Oh, I shot him out. What a comeback. He's walking in the studio. He's coming in now. Okay, Brad has just shown up in the studio. All right, now, you went first the first time, and yes. you won. I went first the second time, and I won. Now you get to go first again, Brad. We'll see if the pattern holds true. Also, we, we had a great, even though we're in the middle of this competition, we did have a great cornhole victory on Fridays. Oh, that's Oh, true. wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so all wounds were a, wounds. a, a swag. Okay, so the game is... the weekend, now it's back. Yeah, the game is tied. <laughs> Get this just a little bit closer to you. <clears throat> one, two, three. Yes, they, so the, the game is tied. It is one to one in the best of seven series. So the first question is: CarMax earnings per share a dollar forty nine. Heard some interesting news today about CarMax. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm gonna go high. You're gonna high. go high. You're gonna go over. over. Okay, Sorry. under. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Me. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> they did well. It was a dollar fifty-nine. They beat it out. Yeah, yeah. They they okay. <laughs> they sure did. Pattern holding true. So far. pattern holding true. Okay. Next on the list is Kroger. So fill your grocery basket. Seventy-one cents over <sighs> under. Under. It's going under. Over. You it's are over. going over. You are going oh, not again. Not again. Seventy-two cents. I mean, that was a fair guess, right? Because there's that, that looming fair. grocery store strike that might have played into your uh, your logic. Are, are these there. are these earnings um, on our website? No, these they are just earnings. Well, it's kind of hard to prepare. Well, no, it isn't. Like if you go on like Nasdaq.com, okay. uh, groceries or types of freight, CarMax deals. I didn't with cars, go cars are by car all holders. I was, all I did was read all this. So, <laughs> all so, right, guys. Well, okay. fair enough. Then. All right, boys and girls, light it up. Canopy Growth Corporation. Canopy Growth Corporation. They are in the burgeoning marijuana field. They are they are making uh, medical and, I believe, recreational marijuana. Uh, a lot of people have said it's going to be hard for this stuff to expand outwards until it's you know federally legal. But let's see. Popular stock in, in trading apps like Robinhood. But <laughs> analysts are thinking that, um, do they make negative 17 cents? More or less? It's called Canopy? Canopy Growth Corporation. Do they make more or less than negative 17? Yeah, so the earnings per share people thought they earned negative 17 cents. So do they earn, so under would be negative 18 cents and more, yeah. and above would be negative 16 cents. There's absolutely no telling, but you've done two That's overs tough. in a row. Do you think he's going to go 
you think he's gonna have written one Let that was the good under? Times roll, go mm. over. Ooh, think he's right. gonna go three. <laughs> I bet it is, but I'm I'm gonna go under because I got nothing else. Smart movie. Oh, 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 hey, I'm on the board. <laughs> All right, body blow, body blow. <laughs> Negative sixty-seven cents. Oh, Whoa! They, yeah, they they were losing a lot of money. They okay. they weren't they weren't doing uh they weren't doing as well. All right, here's my chance for glory effort. to tie it up. All right, guys. Well, here it is. Crude oil. Crude oil. Did it open today? At fifty eight dollars a barrel, over or under? Over. It's going over. Hang on, let me call John Kingston really yeah. quick. Yeah, on your John, BlackBerry. You got, Did you, you get that BlackBerry? BlackBerry. Oh, you no, don't man. get a lifeline. Uh-huh. Not oh, yet. Man. Right. So he went over. I think I'm going to go with him. He's blocking me. This is an outrage. 57-17. Now I can play for the tie. It is, and this one's going to be on Bitcoin. All right. Bitcoin. Did it peak over the weekend? He's looking. He's looking. Bitcoin. Did it peak? (laughs) Did it peak over the weekend at over or under 11,100? Over or under eleven thousand one hundred. This is me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, over. He's gonna go over for the tie under. Go! Oh, it is two to one. No. You have you have raged back. You re, you recovered nice. from your loss last week. I gotta say that I was, didn't think it would feel this good, but yeah, to get back good. in there. That, that would have been good. tough to, yeah. to lose two in a row, it wouldn't it? Bad. You would have had to go on a streak. You would have had to, and you would have had a whole week to think about it because we're just doing, <laughs> this is our, uh, you know, end well, of June spectacular, I guess. I'm going to Boston, so there's no backhaul edition. Yeah. And the next week, there's only going to be the July 4th spectacular where you, he can attempt to tie it up, or you could take, what, a 3-1 a lead? You'd be in a critical lead. position at that point. Yeah. it's It, it would be getting desperate. It was Brad, a good fight. Yeah, yeah. Was... A little cowbell. Hit some cowbell for your win. Nice job. Excellent job. He's he's a tough one. <laughs> well, insane. Great. Thanks for having me. Brad, anything going Nova on? Uh, anything Ganade. going on to, to plug or promote before we kick you out of here? Um, anything going on to plug or promote? I'll be yeah. in Chicago the week after July 4th. So any of my friends out there want to hang out? <laughs> all right. <laughs> good. All right, then. <laughs> All right. That's all, I got. all right, sir. Business <laughs> or pleasure? Yeah, we'll give you a. For that plug. Oh. <laughs> okay. But you're a winner in our book. You're at least uh, two to one, so you have raged. You have raged back. That was a very nice job. thing. Especially because Chad, he had heard that, that promo that I made, and he heard what you said about him on Freight Waves Now. You were poking which, the bear, weren't you? you which is available. Freight Waves Now is available on YouTube. And guys, when you subscribe on YouTube, what do you do? You gotta smash that <laughs> bell so you get the notification. Oh. And I'll tell you, whenever a new video's up, we got that Sonar 4.1, I believe it is now. We got a new Sonar video up too, telling right. you about none of the, some of the new features in there. All right, high octane Ganane. All right, Appreciate sir. It, guys. All right, Thank get you out of here. Later, have fun in Chicago. Oh. Comment section rodeo. Yeah. Well, Chad, it's that time of the show where we hear. From our dear listeners. And this comment came from brokers and carriers view Amazon's freight platform negatively. Do they? Jimmy Wells writes, What? Brokers are crying about rates being pushed down? Are the carriers supposed to feel sorry for them? I think not. 
Let the parasites get a taste of their own medicine for a change. I can't wait to see them suffer. Oh, see, the brokers were off the hook for a little bit, and then Jimmy brought them right back in. You know, it's tough. Here's another one featuring Amazon. So the article was Amazon and UPS may be stuck together. Peggy writes in, I rather have FedEx delivering all my packages because I get them. UPS take all my because I get them. UPS, there's no period. So I get them. UPS take all my packages to my old address. And the person that lives there keep all my packages. I never get them back. I want FedEx delivering my things. Sorry, UPS. Thank you, Peggy. A little free association there. But do you think maybe that Peggy, so just, just do you think that, like, I don't think UPS is probably being malicious here. Peggy probably just needs to contact them. They might have a forwarding address wrong, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't, don't, you know, just tell us about it here on Comment Section Rodeo. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah tell, tell the people that can make a difference there. All right. This is uh, from Tom Axed. Oh. He starts in all caps. I stopped ordering anything from Amazon. The greed they show is second to none. They also treat their workers like crap, and the people who use those white vans to deliver for Amazon are not welcomed on my property. They should leave delivering up to UPS, FedEx, and the U.S. Postal Service. They are trying to monopolize everything, and it is only a matter of time before government cracks down. Say no to Amazon! Multiple mm. exclamation Yeah, points. a lot of people scared of Amazon. Uh, you know, each week I feel like that tension is escalating just that much more. So UPS, they're back in too. So UPS, Amazon, FedEx are all in the news a lot. So in our conversation, yeah. this, all these things get people heated. So UPS warns that trading regulations will hurt long-haul drivers. This is Chuck Wurz. He says, that's typical UPS. Yeah. Hire unskilled supervisors who, as far as having time behind the wheel is considered, how many hours they have, which is minimal, as opposed to the skilled drivers who rack up miles. They bring over supervisors from the package department who have absolutely no time behind the wheel. Do their so-called, which basically consists of classroom work, send them to Chicago to drive around the city there, and voila, they are now the best drivers on the road and ready to teach you anything you want to know as a driver of a semi? Then they could go for months without any driving. Then they go out and train new hires? That's why... UPS is Hippocrates when it comes to safety and their way of training. Interesting that he, like Hippocrates. So Hippocrates is the is in Greek medicine. He's probably the most renowned man. It's why we have the Hippocratic Oath. I'm not sure how he relates to there. Maybe he, do you think maybe he meant? I, I think it might have been an autocorrect thing to Hippocrates. Yes, from Hippocrates. You don't Hippocrates. think he's? You don't think Chuck Wurz is often writing about uh, like a Greek um, philosophers and and, med, and just a thought? No, but overall he he seems to be thinking that you need to. Have uh, time behind the wheel to, but, hey, in order to be a you, manager. You know why Hippocrates was so important, though? Because with medicine, he had a fight yeah. against a lot of superstition. So a lot oh, of people right. were very superstition-driven with medicine. Okay, thanks. You learn something new each and yeah. every episode. Lots to overcome. From Zephon. Ooh. Read between the lines. UPS is saying their drivers and instructors don't stay for more than a year. That, in turn, means their paying conditions must be poor. And let's face it. Who wants to wear a poop-colored uniform? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, you know, I met some girls. I've, I've met girls before who have looked at UPS drivers during the summer in their uniforms, and they've remarked that they actually think that that uniform is pretty sexy. Wow. I mean, like the short, like I, yeah, maybe like the, the long shorts and the short sleeve shirts. I think like the if full... the dude has like calves, you know, when oh, they're in the yeah. shorts, summertime, yeah. like calves, and they look like or a like jacks. he just may, they just maybe like a man in a uniform. 
regardless if it's poop colored yeah. or not. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, because, you know, I mean, there's a lot of poop colored uniforms. Yeah. Every time, like, I try, I, th- I think every time I see brown, I don't try to think of poop because then, like, you just have a hard time in life. <laughs> you do. All right. Well, John Cook, he's got this to say. He's going to round us out. He says, A lady ran into me and my cart. A lady ran into me and my cart. She was wearing a UPS uniform. Now I understand. I'll be more careful and cautious when at the grocery store. Well, okay, that sounds very reasonable. What an end. What a way to end. Were they driving? <laughs> or like he was pushing it. Was the person pushing a cart? Um, I I think I think they weren't driving. They weren't driving. Yeah, I think. Well, well, you can find us. You can you can drive to our social media at Chad Prevost or myself at Timothy Dooner. Yes, please do. Uh, you can find us at freightwaves.com slash podcast. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. And wherever you are around the world, just check us out at these handles. We'd love to engage spinning, with you. Spinning, spinning, spinning. <laughs> it's all happening. Now, what are you going to do? This week that I'm away, how are you going to train for earnings over under to, to tie it back up? I'm going to have with to Ganane. scour the internet. You're just going to have to read all yeah. the earnings reports because if the internet says it, it must be true. Well, I'll give you a hint. Like yeah. if you look oh, on, okay. if you look on, like, well, NASDAQ, I thought that we kind of see. I thought we were starting on our own site. We just don't then, have that many earnings at the moment. But some of them are yeah. like Permax, things like that. And that's why I bring in oil and Bitcoin and things that yeah. affect us. So right. they still touch our 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 shores even if they aren't on the site yet. So okay. just beware that, especially since we were sort of accelerating the game, you know, you're going to have yeah. to, uh, you're going to have to prepare. So I'd recommend going to like NASDAQ.com. Okay. They have a schedule of earnings reports there. Ooh. I don't okay. make these things up. They're, they're from real earnings estimations and real final calls. I think you might make them up. Mm, I don't think so, sir. Oh, okay. Well, you know me. Yeah. Only show this week. Headed off to Boston. Time for us to get out of here. Chad, I think that I hear the key turning in the ignition. Oh, oh there it is. There's that rumbly truck. Mortal Kombat! Man. You know, you can't buy that soundtrack. I was trying to buy it on iTunes. I was looking for it on Spotify. It's out of print. You know what other movie is out of print? Ransom with Mel Gibson. You ever see that one in the 90s? Yeah, a lot of you 1980s movies. to what the truck. To bang your little cowbell throughout the week. Bang your cowbell for the end of June. Bang your cowbell for Chad's smile on Sirius XM Radio Road Dog Trucking, our next audio event, and the Monday Morning Minute. Or the Every Morning Minute. Yes. Not even Monday. Monday for radio. Take it easy, guys. Whew.